Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. In the last episode, we talked about what it really means to multiply two numbers. We found that the conventional meaning of multiplication, repeated addition, breaks down when multiplying fractions, and that we should instead think of multiplication as a process that scales one number by some other amount. As we'll discuss in a minute, multiplication is fairly straightforward to do with integers, but admittedly, it's a little trickier to do with fractions. Though by the end of this episode, you'll be an expert at multiplying fractions. Okay, let's start off by reviewing the various players in our story to make sure everybody is up to speed. As we discussed at length in the last episode, we can picture the meaning of multiplication by thinking about the number line. For example, 5 times 2 can be thought of as the number you get when you stretch a 5 unit long stick lying along the number line until it's twice its original length, that is, until it's a 10 unit long stick, so 5 times 2 equals 10. Things get a little strange, however, when we talk about fractions. Remember, fractions are just numbers that exist between the integers along the number line. As such, it's clear we can still stretch sticks along the number line that have fractional lengths by some other fractional amount. For example, one-half times one-third can be thought of as stretching, or in this case squeezing, a one-half unit long stick until it's one-third its original size, and the new length will be one-sixth of a unit. But how does this work in general? How can we easily figure out the final length when multiplying any two fractions together? Well, let's start by recalling the very important relationship between fractions and division. Take the fraction one-half, for example. We can think of one-half in two different, but ultimately equivalent ways. First, as the length of a one-half unit long stick laying along the number line. And second, as the length of an initially one unit long stick after it has been divided by two. These may seem identical, but they're not. The first describes the typical meaning of a fraction as being part of a whole. The second instead views the fraction as meaning the number you get by dividing 1 by 2. Or for the fraction 3 quarters, the number you get by dividing 3 by 4. As you'll see in a moment, this interpretation that uses the connection between fractions and division is key to understanding how to multiply fractions. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Before we go all out and multiply two fractions together, let's first talk about how to multiply one fractional number by one integer, say a problem like 2 times 1 half. 
According to our picture of stretching sticks along the number line, this is just asking us to squeeze a two-unit long stick until it's half its original length. Of course, the answer is one. But what's the general method to solve problems like this? Well, this is where the relationship between fractions and division we talked about before comes in handy. Since the fraction one half means one divided by two, the problem two times one half can be interpreted as meaning two times one divided by two. In other words, when multiplying an integer by a fraction, simply multiply the integer by the numerator of the fraction, and then divide this result by the denominator of the fraction. So the problem two times one half is equivalent to the problem two times one divided by two. In other words, first multiply two by one, giving two, and then divide this result by two. So two divided by two equals one. Finally, we're now ready to multiply two fractions together. Actually, you may not have realized it, but we've already done it because any integer, such as two, can actually be thought of as a fraction since the fraction two over one has the same value as two. So the problem two times one half can actually be thought of as two over one times one half. Using the relationship between fractions and division, this becomes two divided by one times one divided by two. No surprise, the answer is still one. There's also a handy mental algorithm based on this logic that'll help you to quickly multiply fractions. The quick and dirty tip is to multiply all of the numerators of the fractions in your problem together to obtain the numerator of the resulting fraction. And to multiply all of the denominators of the fractions in your problem together to obtain the denominator of the resulting fraction. So, for a problem like one eighth times three fifths, the numerator of the resulting fraction is given by one times three. That's the one from one eighth and the three from three fifths, which equals three. And the denominator of the resulting fraction is given by eight times five. That's the eight from one eighth and the five from three fifths, which equals forty. So one eighth times three fifths equals three fortieths. That's all there is to it. It's not magic. It's not due to some obscure formula that someone pulled out of a hat and told you to use. It's simply a result of the logic that follows from what we've been discovering about math. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. Remember, you can listen to, read, and subscribe to all the Math Dude episodes, as well as the other great Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, at quickanddirtytips.com. Please email your math questions and comments to mathdude at quickanddirtytips.com. Follow the Math Dude on Twitter at twitter.com/jasonmarshall, and become a fan on Facebook at facebook.com/themathdude. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico—it's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash/investing-in-America.